0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's going on, Commanders fans? It's your man, Anthony. I'm sure I got my boy up there. Mr. Brian Murphy reporting in from ATL. Welcome right. back. It's draft week. We are right around the corner from the NFL draft, and we got some draft just topics all week for y'all. So we're just doing a little extra work just for you. Uh, that way you have some draft content to listen to. But Brian Murphy, what's going on, man? How are you doing down there? Freshly uh, shaven, haircut, got his hair slicked to the side. If you're not looking... He's kind of like uh who's he, Ryan Reynolds. Is he one of the Ooh,
1: they like That those? would be nice. Yeah. They like him. <laughs> yeah, that that that's a good comparison. That made my day. So uh yeah, I'm good. Uh just uh celebrated a birthday. So I guess that's maybe the glow that you're seeing, the 32 glow here. Yeah, uh but yeah, things are good. Uh weather's warming up, but you know, the NFL never sleeps, so that's what we're we're grinding out here and uh, like you said, the draft is right around the corner. I think we're single digits away. we're We're recording this on the 18th. So yeah, the twenty seventh that is nine by my quick math, nine days away. So uh, excited for that coming up. It's always one of my favorite events because you never know what's gonna happen, and uh, I think that that is uh, gonna be the case again this year. So yeah, I'm getting pumped. Uh, excited to see who who the newest commander is, but also just uh, all the new players coming into the league. It's always fun fun, fun time to watch.
0: It really is, and this is when you get all of the, you know, the stories and the back, the backstories from the players about the players, and, and you go and see how they yeah. grew up and what they went through and their story line making it to that draft day. So a lot of dreams come true on draft day, and frankly, on the flip side, there's a lot of dreams that get, uh, I don't want to say crushed, uh, but let's say diverted. You know, and some yeah. people continue to push, uh, and other people go ahead and just bow and move and, and go down a different avenue. So. It's an exciting week. Y'all stick with us all week for this information. Brian, we got to tell
1: them about our sponsor. Yeah. We to tell
0: them about Bet Online. Let's not forget about those guys. I got the website open, but Brian, tell them about Bet Online.
1: Yeah, you can go to betonline.ag and use our code BLEAV to get a 50% welcome bonus. You can bet on the NHL playoffs, NBA playoffs, which are in full swing, MLB. You can also bet on the draft. I know at some point we're going to do some draft props. We've already done over under four and a half quarterbacks being taken. Anthony's going safe and going under. I'm going to take a little risk and go over, but you can bet all of that. I saw that you can bet a number of prospects from each conference. So there's all kinds of draft uh, plays and props there. There are always contests, all kinds of stuff going on. Be sure to head over there and check it out. And remember to get your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use our code BLEAV, betonline.ag. You can access them from... Your phone, from your computer, your tablet, all that. But betonline.ag, that's where the game starts.
0: It is where the game starts. Game starts up front. Uh, offensive linemen over or under five and a half. So um, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of prop bets assigned to the draft that are very interesting. I mean, there's some of them. You'll see some of these names that would apply to some of these categories. Uh, this week from us and and from other ne- uh networks covering other teams. not networks i'm sorry other shows yeah covering other teams on the believe uh network of stations and shows so uh sec players 11 and a half over under uh, the the uh,
1: immediately, I say, uh, immediately i want to say immediately i want to say over but i mean that's half of the first round i mean just about almost a third maybe so yeah that's oh i don't know that's not, that seems like one that they're going to get you. It seems like Vegas knows something we don't know. That seems like a perfect number right there.
0: Yeah, that make it tough for you. But uh, there has definitely been some news going on recently in the draft. We're I mean, talking about the Texans might be, might be trying to move uh, that second-round pick. And I know that's not – that wasn't what we were supposed to talk about right now. But we will talk about it. What do you think about that? Should the Texans look to trade that number two overall pick, especially with Bryce Young canceling his other visits where it appears that he's going to be the number one selection to the Carolina Panthers?
1: Heck no. If I'm, if I'm a team and I've got CJ Stroud, who is a proven uh, college quarterback right there um, or Bryce Young, I'm, I'm taking one of those two guys. I feel like both of them are, are can't miss and uh, maybe you don't like one a little bit more or a little bit less than the other. I am sticking right there and getting my quarterback of the future, setting myself up for the foreseeable future. Uh, I'm not passing up that quarterback. I know not everything's a slam dunk and nothing's a given, but, uh, you're in a pretty sweet spot to be right there, and uh, I think you got to take advantage of it and get the most important position in sports, and that's the quarterback.
0: Yeah, with Bryce Young determined, well, apparently it's pointing to him being the first selection.
1: Um, yeah, so,
0: you know, th- with that happening, it does it just makes Houston the the base the number one now. They're they're on the clock. People are assuming that Bryce Young is going to be gone, um, so if there's somebody that was trying to make a make a play to go get C.J. Stroud. Uh, this may be something that can make some sense for them. I mean, there was even rumors they were throwing around, you know, Will Levis uh, may – well, actually, Will Levis is the second. His odds are now second behind Will Anderson to be the second overall selection. Mm. So now okay. will, will Will Levis jump above C.J. Stroud? So there's. I mean, there's a lot of things that are out there that could potentially happen. I don't think this could happen. Um, yeah. But I think with with what Houston has and where they can build, I mean, they have a lot of options. Um, they may be able to drop back and pick up some extra picks. And this is a pretty deep draft. They can address a lot of needs um, in that regard. So that's just something that happened recently. But let's get to the topic for today. What we're going to talk about right now, who are, who are some of your favorite prospects uh, in the draft that you want the, your team to draft? Do you want the commanders to draft?
1: Yeah, I, I think I think we've talked about a, a few of them a lot over our shows. I think um, – I don't know if we were holding our own odds or if we were making bets, I think between us two, we would probably bet that this team is going to take either a corner or an offensive lineman. I think, is that, is that safe to say? I mean, I think that's where I'm leaning. Yeah. Um, That's pretty much it. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it just makes the most sense. Um, And you mentioned last time we saw them pick up a couple of offensive linemen through free agency. Um, They really kind of stayed pat with the guys that they have in the secondary, which makes us, or makes me think that they are leaning corner. So I really have focused more on the corner and the offensive lineman. Now, now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to probably switch it up on you from a, a few weeks back. If Paris Johnson or Skoransky are there at, uh, talking about offensive tackles, as much as I have been banging the drum for a corner, I, I would find it hard to pass up one of those two guys and Paris Johnson, the offensive tackle from uh, Ohio State, and then Skaronsky, the offensive tackle from, what, Northwestern. Mm-hmm. Now, those just seem like two maulers and two guys that I just want on my offensive line for five to seven, ten years. Um, so I, I would have a hard time passing up those guys. Uh, but then for me, it's those those big three corners and Witherspoon, Gonzalez, and Joey Porter Jr. If you give me one of those five guys, I'm going to be walking away happy uh, on April 27th.
0: Yeah, that would be a good first day, uh a first night of the draft over there in Kansas City. If you had any of those names. I mean, I'm with you on that. That was the list that I had. I, I had to dig a little bit deeper. Uh just look into some later rounds of some some other players that are out there that we've heard with you know, some of the previous episodes we've had. We yeah. had Joe Lombardo, uh, we had um oh my goodness, young, I forget the fellow's last name. Adam was it Adam last week. Adam Aniba. Uh, yep. Yes, Adam Aniba, yes, he came through. So, you know, shout out to him for his you know draft. Uh, talk as well. But I'm with you on those names. All of those names there. Um, some of the second round names that are going to be there. Steve Avila is a name that you know Joe had brought up. And you see him kind of tied uh, to the commander with a little interior help, you know. So um, Cody Mouch, the guy out of North Dakota State. Guy ain't got no teeth. You know, teeth in the front, yeah. man. So uh, he, he, you got to think he's going to bring an attitude and some nastiness <laughs> That's right. um, down That's right. here to down here to the team. But you know, one thing that makes me think that you're going to have to dig a little bit deeper into the cornerback position, maybe like a Deontay Banks, young um, uh, fellow out of Mississippi State. Uh, he's uh, dropping, missing his name at the moment. Orbs. There's another. Forbes, yes, Emmanuel Forbes. Uh, you got the young fell out of TCU, Stephen uh, Steven teammate. There's some other players that are out there because if you look at the fact that Jalen Hurts just got the bank, Jalen Hurts yeah. just got paid. Well deserved. He's the most highly paid player in the NFL at this moment pump, uh, at this moment. $51.5 million a season. And a shout out to him. Nicole Lynn of Clutch Sports negotiated that contract. Um there's like over almost a half a billion dollars of guaranteed money spent on the other three quarterbacks in the NFC East. Washington has yet to uh, drop that price tag on somebody at that position. Um, So in my eyes, number one, I don't think you have to try to race to get the quarterback of the future, but you sure as hell better get something that's going to help you beat some of those star power quarterbacks that you got in this division. So getting deep into that DB list um, seems to be something that I would be, you know, kind of leaning towards like, Hey, you know, can we drop back and pick up a couple of these guys? Because you're going to need some more. You're definitely going to need a little help uh, with this talented, talented division of very wealthy quarterbacks.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, and we know it's a passing league, so it's not just the NFC East. It's just every team's got a quarterback and has got two to three to four weapons that that are available and you need guys that can cover all over the place. That's why, you know, I wouldn't be mad at a guy like Brian branch uh, from Alabama, a guy that can play a little bit all over the place. We know how much Ron Rivera and Jack Del Rio love guys that can kind of play hybrid roles, go up against a couple of different players or kind of big, uh, but fast as well. Um, That kind of fits the mold, you know, Benjamin St. Juice kind of tall, lanky guy, but then they've got Derek Forrest, um, and Cam Curl that can can match up not only against wide receivers, but against, uh, you know, tight ends as well. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they go heavy in the secondary. You know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they go cornerback in the first round that they don't pick up another guy in the second, third round as well. Like that, that wouldn't surprise me at all because I think yeah. you need all hands on deck because it is a passing league. And like you said, right up close and personal, they've got three uh, legitimate quarterbacks in their division that they're going to have to face two times each. Um, yep. So, so that makes a whole lot of sense. Yep,
0: and I, I just went to uh, PFF to do a little mock draft because I was like, hey, let's throw it in with with Bryce Young at first. And I, I let the the simulation do this. It Bryce Young went first, and I, I'm assuming they, you know, probably made the algorithm make that happen. But yeah. uh, Bryce Young first, Will Levis went second. We talked interesting. about
1: interesting. And I'm not a that. big Will Levis guy. That, that could be for another another podcast, but that is yeah. What
0: I prefer. yeah. I I yeah, I don't know a whole lot about him other than he's just a big armed quarterback. So it kind of I just have some connect. We'll talk about it on another podcast. We'll talk yeah, about yeah, another yeah. episode. Yeah. episode. Uh, Jalen Carter, third, CJ wow. Stroud ends up in uh Indianapolis, Will Anderson in Seattle, uh Devin Witherspoon in Detroit, since they traded away Jeff Okuda, they definitely have a spot mm. for a DB. That must be sharp, in Sharpie that that guy, one of those guys, are going there. Skaronski is a Raider. Anthony Richardson uh, falls down to the Falcons. So that's interesting, interesting. with them having Desmond, Desmond Ritter. We'll fast forward a little bit, just drop a few names. Christian Gonzalez to the Eagles. Uh, Dalton Kincaid, tight end, at pick twelve to the to the Texans. Uh, Tyree Wilson fell all the way down to thirteen to the Jets. But the, with the Commanders on the clock, Brian Branch just went to fifteen in this in this specific one. Uh, with the with the Cowboys, uh, Cowboys, Lord have mercy, the Cowboys are picking twice some. The Commanders, here we go: Jackson Smith and Jeeva, Uh Deontay Banks, Joey Porter Jr. is sitting there. Paris Johnson Jr. Is sitting there. Those are the top name
1: man that that's a dream that's a dream scenario for me you can't go wrong with paris johnson you've got joey porter who i think is one of the the top three corners i know banks name has been mentioned um that that seems like your pick of the litter to me Mm -hmm. i'm wondering in that situation is there anybody that wants to move up and get one of those guys more than the other and could you fall back a little bit i know that that's something that you and i have discussed and got to have two to tango you can't just say you want to move back and just free fall down the draft you got to have a partner that's willing to move up too but uh, man that would be a perfect scenario because they, you're, you're making me nervous when you said witherspoon and gonzalez were gone that would be the worst scenarios if all these guys that you you kind of have been thinking about are, are gone from from yeah. the board um, but that seems like a pretty good spot to be in uh, i would have a hard time picking against porter or paris johnson as much as i like the ohio state receiver uh, Smith and Duba. I think that the wide receiver room is a little too loaded right now. I don't think you need to load up with another one in the first round, but man, a lot of good names still available at 16.
0: It really is. It really is. I mean, from the names we dropped, obviously, you know, I had Joey Porter Jr. on my list uh, inside of that top group of corners. Um, they've adjusted Deontay Banks a little bit above Joey Porter Jr. um, and in ranking at least. So, uh, take it how you will. And then there are options for a trade back. So, um, I, I think 16 is such a sweet spot that yeah. any of our favorite players should be there, should yeah. be available, and um you, all, you don't have to really force anything. I don't think, but that's actually we'll save that for another episode. We'll save it for later on in the week if if you should do some jostling. Yeah. Should you move around now that there is uh there's some stuff out there? I mean, I don't know. Let's save it for another show. Let, let,
1: let me ask, let me ask you a, a quick one, real quick. We talk about positions that we think this team needs. Let's say the the first round ends. It's midnight or whatever, eleven thirty on on April twenty seventh. The Commanders have made their pick at sixteenth, or maybe they moved down a little bit. What position would they have to pick that would absolutely either infuriate you or shock you? Like what what position group would they have to choose that would just totally? blow your mind and maybe not in the best way
0: if they uh, uh, what position group at 16 would mm-hmm. basically grind my gears and have me yep. upset um I'll start at the top quarterback would be one okay. I would not be very happy if you if you went there and the reason is is just like I mentioned earlier every other team in this division has made a very very large investment in that quarterback position. I know you're going to say, oh, well, you need to have a quarterback to win in this league, but those teams are going to be hamstrung by those contracts.
1: They're right. not going
0: to have, be able to be as as uh, have as much depth across the board. Um, so if being able to do something with a young quarterback and you have to force them in there, yes, it's same how, but I think you can. there's quality players. We're looking at it right here. There's quality players that are going to be there at 16. I don't think you need to try to make a player quarterback. So, quarterback would definitely be a position that would have me highly upset. Uh, would definitely make me think you throw away everything we said all of offseason uh, about how yeah. Sam Howell was uh, your guy.
1: I, I think for me, it would be a defensive tackle. As much as I think that mm-hmm. you need guys to rush the passer and need guys to get after the quarterback. Um, you put so much investment in that right now and you're about yeah. to come to a log jam. Maybe, maybe maybe I mean defensive tackle out to even like an edge rusher. You just have yeah. a log jam right there. And I know that you eventually you're going to have to get cheaper and you're going to have to make some hard decisions and maybe the draft helps counteract that. But I think that there are, as you mentioned, some really, really good positions available at, at positions of need to where you don't need to. To build up on that, plus you have fedarian Mathis coming back. Basically, it's basically his rookie year. He played in what half a game last year. Um, yeah. so you, you signed Deron Payne and Jonathan Allen long term. If you sign a defensive tackle, I, I don't know what message that sends to them, and I don't, I, it just doesn't make sense to me. And so that would be a frustrating one. As much as I love getting after the quarterback, I don't think that, that is the the move right there. So, no, that's just a, a question that came to mind. Uh, just what would we're talking about things that would make us excited, so let's make it negative—the <laughs> things that would frustrate us.
0: Yeah, no, that is true. Um, edge would be a one that is kind of a head scratcher, and yeah. I think if you went with the edge, that means you'd be kind
1: of
0: writing on the wall, like one of y'all two guys are gonna be here, yeah, when you're not. And it's would it be frustrating? I can't. I don't think it necessarily would be frustrating. I it would surprise me. If the I commander- would be taken back. Take it away.
1: If the commanders draft an edge rusher in the first round, are you familiar with the Dark Knight? Heath Ledger as the Joker. Do you watch yes. that one? Okay. Yes. Where he snaps the pool cue and is like, we got one spot. You guys fight over it. That's what the 2023 season would become if they draft an edge rusher right there. So I agree with you. The writing would be on the wall that one of you is not going to make it long term with this team. Yeah, maybe that's a motivational tool, but I don't think that's the best way to do it. I think you should find a way to keep them both. But uh, yeah, that would be an interesting uh, pick for sure.
0: It would definitely would. But man, I tell you, this is good. Let's keep this one nice and tight. We got some more episodes for the rest of the week. Every day you're gonna have a little something from the Believing Command. Actually, today maybe a little daily double. So uh yeah. check it out for that. But shout out to our folks over there at Bet Online. They got us sponsored up on this thing whole week. Long, so we appreciate you tuning in. Check us out on all streaming platforms. Don't forget to use our code at betonline.ag. It's believe B L E A V. Get that 50% welcome bonus. Uh, make your selection. What, how many picks are going to be at from the ACC? I got three and a half is the is the line, so you get to choose that over there. Check us out on all our streaming platforms that is, uh, Tune In Radio, uh, you got Stadium, you got Sirius XM Radio, and all your favorite streaming platforms. For Brian Murphy, I'm Anthony Armstrong. See you next time